0: What's up, everybody? My name is Brady Morgan. I am the host of the Budget Trek Podcast. For the month of January, we are posting an episode every single day at 6 a.m. Central Time. If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button, and review and rate the Budget Trek Podcast. That would be very much appreciated. And before we dive in, I want to talk about our sponsor. Social X is a community of entrepreneurs working together to make a positive impact on the world, scale their businesses, make more money, and build their networks with like-minded individuals. They teach entrepreneurs how to go from zero to six figures through weekly mastermind calls featuring top business leaders, online courses, and amazing events all over the country. If you're interested in learning more about Social X, go to socialxevents.com and tell them you came from the Budget Trek podcast. Now, on to the show. The purpose of today's episode is telling the truth about credit. Yes, it's a very sexy topic right now and can be strategically utilized to get lines of credit for 0% interest and travel for free. However, this can only be done if known how to do so correctly. Now, I'm not an expert at credit, so I'm not going to act like I am, but I did some research and I want to bring to light some of the credit hacks that people in this space are using currently. So, first, I want to talk about people who follow Dave Ramsey, who believes that credit should be completely avoided and that everything should be paid for in cash. And if you feel at peace paying for everything in cash, by all means, pay for everything in cash, but that just means it's going to take you a lot longer to make certain purchases if you're constantly worrying about having enough cash. However, if your payment method doesn't concern you, then I would definitely suggest using a credit card for your purchases because it allows you to essentially use other people's money, in this case, the bank's while also building up the necessary points on that credit card. I want to note though that using a credit card for purchases that you honestly can't afford is a very dumb thing. So if you buy a $2,000 pair of shoes with a credit card and you only make $2,500 a month, then I would honestly label that as dumb. And in that instance, you should be saving up the necessary cash to actually make that purchase. Also, if you're just all around bad at managing credit cards, then do not use them at all. Just stay away from them completely because you're just going to put yourself in a hole that is not going to be good for you. It's better to become disciplined beforehand rather than forcing yourself to become disciplined after you've already amassed a huge pile of credit card debt. And me and my wife are a true testament to that because we racked up $15,000 in credit card debt and it took getting to that point to actually get on track to erasing that full amount in about six months and we do use credit cards now we utilize them for all of our bills all our variable expenses all of our fixed expenses and it is a good thing because we're smart with it but how are we actually smart with it you actually want to know that how are we smart with it we don't miss payments that's a huge thing we have never missed a payment and we avoid paying interest by paying off the entire balance before our statement date which is also the date that your credit card payment is typically due So I wanted to talk about that first, the people that think that everything should be paid for in cash. Next, you've got people like Jeff Seckinger, people like Tyler Bassetti. I've interviewed both of them on my podcast previously, and they use credit for basically everything. And they do, as I mentioned before, they get lines of credit at 0%, and they travel for free. And I want to provide a basic breakdown of what I mean by both of those things. So getting lines of credit at 0%. They have incredible relationships with banks, so they get those lines of credit at 0% interest for anywhere from 12 months and beyond. They then use that credit to invest in income-producing streams like real estate, startups. They get a huge return from that, and then they pay off that line of credit before the interest ever occurs. So that's a very basic breakdown of acquiring credit at 0%. There's obviously a process with getting that but it's essentially a basic breakdown of how they use that. Next, traveling for free. So they essentially take advantage of the various perks associated with different credit cards by opening up a lot of credit cards, that have massive offers. For instance, MX Gold currently has an offer that if you spend four thousand dollars in the first three months, then you get thirty-five thousand points, which equates to about six to seven hundred dollars in travel credit. And four thousand dollars in three months is actually pretty doable. Whether you have a business or not, it's really doable to spend four thousand dollars in three months, whether that's fixed expenses or variable expenses. And then once you do that, you get the thirty-five thousand points, and then you use those points to book a flight for free, essentially. And now I want to bring to light too the MX Gold does have an annual fee of about $250 and I definitely understand if you're worried about paying an annual fee for a credit card but I also from what I understand believe that the best perks come from credit cards that actually have annual fees. However, about a year ago, my wife and I actually opened up a credit card through Bank of America and it had a 25,000 point welcome offer. And I think that it was about two dollars to $3,000 in three months had to be spent on that credit card for us to get that offer. Now, I do also think that different companies have different equations with what those points actually equal. So the 25,000 points equaled about three dollars to three hundred and fifty dollars while the MX 35,000 points equals about six dollars to seven hundred dollars I couldn't be wrong about that, but I believe that Amex's points equate to more dollars. But I say all that to say, if you're worried about paying an annual fee for a credit card, there are other options out there if you just research for them. But this brings me to the overarching question, why does utilizing credit even matter? And there's actually several different factors that come into play with that, and I'm sure you're familiar with some of them, but these are some of the major ones. You obviously get a better interest rate when you get a house, auto loan, et cetera, because you have that higher credit score it could actually help you get a job you want because sometimes they will run credit checks on you. I've had that done to me before with previous jobs. It can determine how much you pay for insurance. And it can also determine whether you pay a security deposit or not for utilities, if you're renting an apartment or you have a house. And that actually did happen to me when I rented an apartment right when I graduated from college. I did not have to pay the security deposit for our utilities because my credit score was good enough. I'm not going to say it was great, but it was good enough so I didn't have to pay that security deposit. So, credit comes into play in a lot of different scenarios. But before we get into the ways that your credit scores are actually determined, I want to bring to light something else. So, the credit score you see on Credit Karma, Mint, some credit card apps, etc., is not the same credit score that lenders see when they pull your credit. It won't always be different, but don't be surprised if it is, and from what I understand, In order to see the most accurate representation, you pretty much have to pay for a credit monitoring service, and the best companies for that can be found on Google, as everything can be found on Google. Now, what are the major ways that your credit score is actually determined? And these ways that I'm about to tell you is actually used by the major credit reporting agencies, that's Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. And we'll start with the first one, paying on time. This equates to 35% of how your score is determined, and basically late payments hurt. So a way to combat that is utilizing your credit card's auto-pay feature to avoid those late payments. Next is utilization. This equates to 30% of the equation. Keep your credit card balances below 30% of your credit limit. This is why if you carry around a maxed out credit card, it actually hurts your score. And although keeping or opening a second credit card with a zero balance can help your overall utilization rate, meaning if your utilization rate is at 100%, and if you get a credit card that has a zero balance it'll effectively lower that utilization rate. But that maxed out card can still hurt your score because credit reporting agencies count your per card utilization as well as your overall credit utilization. So definitely keep that in mind with what your utilization is for each credit card. Next is length of credit history. This is actually 15% of the equation. So having older loans and credit accounts actually helps your score because it shows experience with managing credit. And closing those older accounts And opening new lines of credit can actually lower your score, because essentially that lowers your average credit age, and you want that average credit age to be fairly high. Next is variety of credit lines, and this equals 10% of the equation. Having a combination of both loans, that's car loans, student loans, and revolving credit, such as credit cards, helps your score somewhat. The last piece of the equation is number of inquiries, which equals 10%. So whenever you apply for new credit, that's a personal loan, auto loan, student loan, credit card, mortgage, et cetera, this results in the lender performing a credit check. And these credit checks are recorded on your credit history and can affect your score for up to one year. So just to recap, the five major ways that determine your credit score, paying on time, 35%, utilization, 30%, length of credit history, 15%, variety of credit lines, 10%, and number of inquiries, 10%. And with all this being said, you're probably wanting an action plan, as I would too, when it comes to obtaining and keeping good credit. So first, check your credit scores on free sites like Credit Karma, Mint, etc. And like I said before, this score might be different, but it'll be somewhat close. So definitely utilize the free reporting in that respect. Avoid late payments at all costs. Like I said, set up auto pay for at least the minimum payments on your credit cards right now. Like As I'm saying this, do it. Because late payments are 35% of the equation. That's the biggest piece. So definitely, definitely, definitely avoid late payments. Keep your utilization rate, which is essentially the revolving balances on your credit cards, below 30% of the borrowing limit. And aim for paying them off in full every single month. And I know that's not always doable for every single person. So if you can't do that, get on a detailed plan to get them below 30% as quick as possible because that will help your credit score. The last thing is if you do miss payments and your loan, whatever that is, is sold to a collections agency, pay that off as soon as possible. That is nothing to mess with because it can severely affect your credit, and that is not good. So if you do have a loan in collections, do whatever it takes to get that paid off. Sell something, get another job, borrow money from a family member or a friend, just get it done with, get it over with, because that is definitely a scary thing. Yeah, a lot of this stuff can be complicated, but if you focus on the action plan steps I just laid out, then you'll be putting yourself in a way better situation financially. Thanks for listening. I'm posting episodes every day in January at 6 a.m. Central Time, and they're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other major podcasting platform. Check out our social media link in the description and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll catch you next time.